Well, hello everyone. Don't adjust your podcast dials. This is still Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Not too bad. Uh, and yourself, Mark? Good, good. We've had a good week here. It is episode 100, Mike. We've done this 100 times. Can you believe it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw, saw a thing on Facebook that said two years ago we did our second episode. That sounds about right math-wise. Yep. <laughs> it works out. Uh, yes, yeah. The, about two years ago today was when Norm MacDonald uh, shouted us out and turned us into I, I, overnight I think it internets. Was, I think, it, I yeah, think it was today. Like, literally was today. It was in my Facebook memories. Yeah. And he turned it's us been into... all downhill since. He turned us into overnight internet celebrities that get mobbed everywhere we go. Except no one knows what we look like. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But episode 100, a good one. Uh, Next week, not to get ahead of ourselves, but next week, Mike, because it'll be right before Halloween, I saw a couple... Fan made Friday the Thirteenth movies. Uh, one Ooh, called well, actually they're really good. One called Never Hike Alone, and the other one's called Never Hike in the Snow. Basically, was that a sequel to Never Hike Alone? It actually, it's a prequel. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I was say they, there can't be two people who are so anti hiking to make a movie with that in the title, All right? Uh, but no, it's basically like one of them. So. The Friday the 13th movies are in legal limbo. Sean Cunningham, the original director and producer of the first one, and uh, Victor Miller, the writer of the first movie and the creator of the characters or whatever. Although, honestly, John Carpenter really created the characters because they they uh, they said, oh, they, it, it, yeah, they admitted that it was a shameless ripoff of Halloween uh, to try to make some money. But anyway, they, they've been in a legal battle for a long time, basically since the 2009 reboot. So the first one is, well, the okay, so the prequel, which just came out like a week ago, Never Hike in the Snow, is about 30 minutes long or so. And uh, Never Hike Alone is about an hour, a little under an hour. They're both they're both free on YouTube because the create the you know the director and the writer who would pay for a fucking fan made version of uh, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> well, they can't they can't make any money off of it because of you know legal reasons. But they're actually they're actually I think they're better than most Friday the Thirteenth movies. There's not much gore or killing in them if if you're i mean that's so it's going to turn off a lot of fans of the friday the 13th movies but it's more suspenseful it's more like it's not jump scares it's more just like shit in the background and you know stuff like that um it's more atmospheric and you know they've, they've got some cameos from uh Friday the 13th, Actors of Old. But anyway, next week I'm going to talk about that on either on Dumpster Diving or on the regular show. I don't know. I always felt that uh, Friday the 13th just kind of sucked. Like, it's it's not... There's nothing interesting about Friday the 13th to me. It's my favorite of the horror movie franchises, but I fully understand that point of view, and I fully... It's dumb. Like, like they're, they're not... They're not good movies. Like, there's not... 
much artistry to them. And there, there's only maybe like two movies where there's any degree of, you know, directing prowess behind them at all. I mean, part five was directed by a, a pornographic director. <laughs> And it shows because it has the most nudity of any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. And the slowest stabbing that he pulls a knife out and just kind of like you know flicks the blood on the victim. <laughs> Turn around. Um, <laughs> it's the only one I'm where Jason kill talks. Two it's women weird. at the same time. <laughs> Jason comes. Uh, Jason knocks on the door and he's got a pizza in his it. hand for some reason. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's also actually number five is the only one that doesn't feature Jason either uh, as well. No, that's not true. But Jason's not the killer in number five and he's not spoilers, but for a 40 year old movie, but he's not the killer in number one either. Um, yeah. But anyway, the, the greatest uh, moments in the movie scream, like, you know, when he like he goes, uh, he was a killer in Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah. Betsy Palmer and her teeth. <laughs> A lot of close-ups of those pearly whites in that movie. She's actually really, she's actually really good in that movie too. With the whole like, when she gets a chance to be on screen, like, kill her, mommy, kill her. I will, Jason. Yeah, she's like, she's pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, creepy, did you hear about the uh, the latest uh, um, trailer for the uh, Borat Two movie? No, no, I didn't <laughs> see it. It's not a trailer. <laughs> But no, they they released a uh, some footage of uh, Rudy Giuliani being very inappropriate with an actress who's twenty five but claims to be a teenager. Holy shit! Yeah, he's like uh, he's like in there and she's like uh, asks him if he wants a drink and I'm, I'm, I haven't watched the clip. What I've heard, she says she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like lays back on on the bed. You like see his hand in his pants. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like I'm. You know, there's like a still, at least, if not a video. So yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, who would think that a guy who married his own cousin would have uh, done that? Right. Well, I, I was going to say she was my second cousin. Not to make uh, not to make our hundredth episode all about the next episode, but I was going to say maybe we should, uh, or I was going to suggest we watch the Borat movie for the next episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely watching it. I read a review. The review said it's not. It said it's more like the This Is America show mm-hmm. than like you know the previous one. Yeah. Um, but they said like the last half hour is especially strong. Like the woman who plays his like uh, daughter is uh, really good in it. Is what the person wrote. Interesting. I'm sure they're not coerced by social pressure or anything like that. No, no. Uh, well, it, it is. Is the movie going to make any money? Because from what I've heard, it's quite woke and. Uh, if you, I'm, I'm sure it already has. I mean, they sold it to Amazon like outright. Right. But if you go woke, you go broke. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, it's uh, d- did you hear too? It's kind of recent news uh, that Coming to America was also sold to Amazon. No. For, 100, for $125 million. Nice. It's coming out in like December, I think. Well, I'm happy for that. I, I'd rather watch it on Amazon than see it in a the movie theater. Um, yeah, because I'm not going to be pissed off if I uh, fucking want to walk out halfway through and I've paid, you know, mm-hmm. $10 and have to sit, you know, four rows apart from everybody and, you right. know, wear a mask and even before the, yeah, 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 awful. I mean, I hope, I really hope it's good, but I mean, much like the Watchmen series, I just, I don't know how it can live up to the original. Speaking of living up, that, to, yeah. I mean, that's like one of like the all-time classic comedies. It's hilarious. It's one of my favorite comedies for sure. I, I saw it when I was older and still found it funny. That's how you know it's still funny. Right, yeah. It is one of those rare comedies that really holds up. 
But speaking of things that don't really hold up, or, or although the first se- the first, you know, the, there are seasons that do. Oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Dexter is yes. coming back to Showtime. Uh, supposedly, Why? the whole reason that they ruined uh, the last, well, the, the last episode. I mean, they, they can't claim this for ruining the basically the entire last season. But the last episode that is because eventually they thought, you know, well, we should maybe bring him back at some point because I guess the the writer's original concept was that he was going to get put to death and like as he got like as he was like walking to the gas chamber or lethal injection or whatever it was or the or the electric chair i guess um because i i don't know if they still do that in florida or not by request i know i know you have I to mean, they rarely it. execute anyone anywhere in this country yeah. outside of texas right and, and and currently the federal system mm-hmm I mean, Dexter would die of old age, most likely. Right. But um, anyway, he was supposed to, like, see the faces of all, like, all the people he'd ever killed and stuff like that, which would have been interesting. It would have been a better way to end it, probably. A long fucking walk. Right. No kidding. I think it'd be funny if Jeff Goldblum was there. Or not Jeff Goldblum. John Lithgow. (laughs) That would be funny. (laughs) It's like, uh, life uh, uh, finds a way, Dexter. Um (laughs) No, if, if if John Lithgow is there and just, but he was like, just for some reason, I just picture him with like the faces he'd make in 30 Rock or Harry yeah, and Henderson third, or something. Third, third, third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. He's just, he's just smiling and waving and stuff. Hi, hi. I, I, I still find it uh, a better idea to just find out like he just incidentally murdered Jeff Goldblum and just never mentioned it. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, in the world of Dexter, Jeff Goldblum was murdered. <laughs> because he's a serial killer. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why they put him to death. Because they're like, at first, they're like, well, I mean, he only killed bad people. Do we really want to? He killed Jeff Goldblum. Though. Oh, no. Oh, Jeff Goldblum was a serial killer. But, like, they were just, like, uh, just so embarrassed by that. <laughs> and, like, just so, so beloved it overcame that. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, I don't know what you think about this, but I, as from what I've heard, I think it's six episodes. Uh, it's one I, I, one I season. Have no desire to watch any of that. There was like it was more bad than good. Mm-hmm. The whole series. There were some seasons that were very very good, like the first one, the Trinity Killer one, yep. and uh, that's about it. Those the are those are had, the two best good. ones for sure. The second one was good because it still had the Dokes character. Mm-hmm. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, you know, they're trying to reconcile like you know, because he like he was an actual threat to Dexter. Mm-hmm. And then remember, I, I think we've mentioned this before, but I can never forget this. They introduced that guy who was like a wealthy, like, you know, computer like game designer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it turned out he was like stalking Dexter. Like he had all this information on him and shit, and like it seemed like he knew he was a killer. Yeah. And then he just he just he just was not on the show next season. Yep. <laughs> They just dropped that thread. They dropped that thread so that they could have uh, him and his sister have a fucking romance. Yeah, where where was that going? That's much like the true. I mean, much like the true lie scene with Jamie Lee Curtis seducing her husband when he's <laughs> pretending to be a spy. There's literally no other direction that can go in. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have no say, idea. Oh. I know that they Jennifer Carpenter and him. Well, uh, what's his name? Dexter Morgan. I <laughs> know Michael, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, Michael yes, C. Hill. Yes. They were married at the time, I guess. For a very brief time. Like I, I think it might have been less than a month. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if they if they wanted that because you know they they were married in real life. That's my only guess, I guess. I don't know. 
It was dumb. Whosever decision it was, it was really dumb. Great. But the books, you know, like, so this is another one where, like, the first season follows the first book, basically, although makes the first book better. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it makes some really drastic changes, mm-hmm. too. Like, I think uh, one of the main characters is killed off. I've read the yeah. first book, and yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's I, I see where they got the seeds for everything that they, they did, obviously. Um, it's weird because in the, in the book, the first book, Darkly Dreaming Dexter, um, the, his brother looks basically just like him. Like his sister looks Deb looks at the, they have like video footage or whatever. And she's like, it's you Dexter. You're the killer. And he's like, it's not me though. And then they realize that it's like, they're almost like twins. It's weird. Um, which obviously isn't like that in the first series because in the first series, like what the guy does is a lot more insidious and, and, and a lot cooler than what happens in the book. Yeah. And they interact quite a bit too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't a darkly dreaming Dexter sound like the title of the next Kanye West album? Pretty much. Yes. (laughs) It's his concept album. Oh my God. Get that guy some lithium. Jesus Christ. I really feel I bad for him. I think he was supposed to be in the Joe Rogan show this week. Like after like a long time. The producer. But then the producer, uh, Jamie, got uh, COVID. So they're they're locking down the show for a week. So oh, okay. Jamie, Jamie pull up a picture of COVID, will you? <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll, he'll up. He seems like a nice person. I'm sure he's fine. He, he, he's got elk meat and DMT. He'll be fine. Oh. I don't know about uh, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of Alchemy, there uh, Disney apparently is uh, bringing br- bringing a sequel to the I, what nineteen eighty four movie Willow or whatever it came out. And I oh, guess yeah, I've never seen that. I guess Warwick Davis and um, Ron Howard are coming back. I I don't know if Val Kilmer's coming back because he's in that too. Yeah, I mean, he was in uh, the Top Gun sequel, mm-hmm. I think, or yeah. whatever that's coming out. So, I mean, maybe he'll be in this. I don't know. I mean, hopefully he's doing better. I know he had, like, you know, that thing with his, uh, you know, whatever, mouth or throat. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he had, but, you know. Um, yeah, I hope your I, mouth I, or I, throat's I better Val Kilmer. Thank you. <laughs> you could, if, you, if you send him a card with that, sign my name, please. Yeah, you got it. And then I put sweetheart. <laughs> is, your, is your throat okay, sweetheart? <laughs> um, I, I like Phil Kilmer. I don't know why he's not in more things or maybe I like some him stuff I don't watch. Mm-hmm. Like I liked him in Heat. He's really good in that. He's obviously really good in Tombstone. Yep. Um, even like the, even the movie like uh, what was it? Top Top uh, Secret, Top Shot, or Top Secret? Yeah, he's really good in that. Yes, he he's a very talented, very um, very good actor. I. I you know, I and he's uh, also he's also in Batman Forever as well. That's true. Yes, he's been in the, some and, bad and movies. The, he's, been, he's been in a lot of bad movies too. Yeah. We'll have to you know say that he was uh, wasn't he in the um, the Doors movie, right? Yeah, he played, he played the Doors. The doors. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. You and I did the same joke. <laughs> That's what a hundred episodes yeah, gets you guys. A, he played uh, Jim Morrison. Yeah. Um, of, the, let's see. of the doors. Apparently, in two, January 2015, Kilmer was hospitalized for what his representatives said were tests for what could possibly be a tumor. Kilmer said on social media, I have not had a tumor. 
I just every time yeah, I hear that, it's I, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. retweet that. It's not a tumor. Um, let's see. Uh, I had a complication. Oh with yeah, the, he was also in the Island of Doctor Moreau. That was really bad, but he oh, was yeah. good in it. Yeah, he's good in most things. Like he's not bad in Batman. It's just a terrible movie. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's weird to have a blonde Batman too. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Apparently, he has cancer, throat cancer. Okay, so he's got throat cancer. Um, due to cancer, he underwent a tracheotomy. Ooh. So he he's yeah he's got a, just basically a rasp of a voice at this point. That's no good. Well, Godspeed to oh, uh, Val Kilmer. I, I'm assuming you're, he won't be in the new Willow movie, but uh, I hope I wish him well. See, I don't know. Maybe he's doing better because I think he was at the last Comic Con, or he was supposed to be there. I don't remember if oh, he was okay. there or not. I hope he is doing better. I do know Phil Lamar had to cancel, which I was very disappointed by because I'm a huge fan of his uh, work on Futurama. Oh, was uh, did Phil Lamar cancel because um, John DiMaggio uh, was telling him a story about uh, wanting to kill his dad? <laughs> it was actually uh, Billy West, but yes. Fuck! God damn it! That was such a disturbing story for so many reasons. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like it's like, it's like, I know. I, I'm sure he's told that to everybody who he's ever ran into. But he just like kind of like stood there, like he just finally like I'm here in Detroit where it all happened. I gotta get this out. Right? Like he just couldn't like hold it back any longer. Oh and my like, god! Okay, thank you. <laughs> nice to meet you, Mister West. Thanks a lot. Oh yeah, tell Phil right. Lamar we said hi. <laughs> oh, he's canceling because he had to hear that fucking story again. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of uh, voice actors, um, did you hear that? Uh, I just found this out today. And my wife, uh, shout out to my wife, uh, to her. Just she's she's kind of on the fence about this. I guess Animaniacs is coming back on Hulu. Yeah, I heard about that. Like it's a, like a new season, I think. Mm-hmm. The Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister too. Yeah, it was uh, in the Teen Titans movie. I was kind of hoping they'd like have like a reference to the Animaniacs at some point because it kept looking like they would. They kept showing the tower, mm-hmm. but they didn't. No. Yeah i I think it can be good. It just it's you know it depends. Like, it depends on. It's not going to be what it was, but I think they can. I think because yeah, obviously that time period is gone. But I think I, I mean they're all adult be. actors. They basically have the same voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think they can. I think they can do a good show. We'll just see if they do. <laughs> right. I mean, I think it'll still appeal to the same people it originally appealed to. It should. Yeah. I mean, as long as they don't try. As long as they don't try. It, it's weird because, like, my wife kind of likes that, like, old timey, like, humor. Like, you know, Conan O'Brien. So mm-hmm. I'm actually a big fan of that too. Like the uh, almost vaudevillian. Hello, like, nurse. Yeah, you know, Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if it has that same kind of vibe to it, it was really almost like an adult show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like it was for some reason marketed towards kids and played like right after you know like Tiny Toons, which was also you know very you know kids. But I mean, it had adult elements too. Show well that time period was weird anyway because we we would play with like um, you know RoboCop toys and shit like that. This is a violent R rated movie. Let's market the toys to kids. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's one of like the best SNL parodies. It's like a very subtle parody of like that whole thing where like they make toys for everything, mm-hmm. and so they had it for. A, I think I've mentioned this before. It was for the movie Philadelphia. Oh my god! 
and it was like a I can't remember like Tom Hanks or he's I have AIDS. He's gonna start <laughs> shooting with a gun at this guy. I think he was really ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh, but speaking of things getting canceled, um, Quibi got canceled. Who saw that coming? Quibi's done. They raised one point seven billion dollars in capital, and apparently that's all gone now. On what? I don't know. I guess the, did they What's give it their main draw? I mean, they clearly overpaid everybody then, right? Yeah, they must have given it all to Anna Kendrick for that. Uh, my my boyfriend's got a sex doll, but he she talks to me, and she's alive. <laughs> Huh. I mean, I guess they're, they overestimated the appeal of the uh, People's Court with Chrissy Teigen. Apparently, yes. I hear she's the queen of Twitter myself. Well, what they said was everybody always wants to watch movies uh, in fucking portrait mode or whatever. No, no. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, the yeah portrait mode. Yeah. Um, like a, that, that was their big thing. Like you can watch a movie in portrait mode. It's like great. <laughs> Do you think uh, the future of movies is really just short films? It should be. I feel that way because I, I don't know if your children are the same, but you know, it, we always mention this to them and they'll never understand what we're talking about. But I mean, they've always had instant access to every form of entertainment they've mm-hmm. wanted. You know, yep. I mean, they've had on demand since they can remember. My youngest has never once had to wait for any program she's wanted to watch. She just goes to on demand or mm-hmm. goes to one of my seven streaming services and it's there. And <laughs> yeah. the youngest one doesn't like watching like very long, like thing. I mean, unless it's like a video about Fortnite. I mean, mm-hmm. mo- she's, she's never really watched movies. I wonder if that's like just how that's going to be or what? I don't know. All the talent seems to be over on the TV side of things too. So at least as far as the writing talent goes. Um, yeah. I mean, you could, they've definitely shown you could do a very long form of entertainment that way, but I mean, you could, I mean, let, let, let's look at most movies. Like for example, the lost boys, I, I like that movie. It's fun, but I mean, you could trim that down to a really excellent 30 minutes. I would think. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you know, see a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, Aryans uh, eating rice under a pier. <laughs> Yeah, it could be like uh, like they used to, like Dumbo was sixty minutes long. <laughs> they called yeah, that. A I mean, movie. Re- just do uh, Dumbo, uh, you know, half an hour Dumbo, um, eliminate the uh, the racism. Oh, oh, I, I guess is that five minutes Dumbo? You mean? Right, but I mean, I mean, you could just you know sum it all up. Just even do it like an anime style, uh, mm-hmm. no dialogue. You could do that perfectly in half an hour, and you get acclaim for it. You or know, just do like Disney and steal that concept for yourself ex- from another company. Exactly. Um, it's weird. Everyone talks about the like the, the crows at the end and Jim Crow and stuff like that. And yeah, that stuff's bad. But the, I mean, at least they're voiced by black actors, and the song they sing is like at least a good song. Um. But nobody mentions the the roustabout song, which comes like more towards the beginning and just depicts uh, a bunch of faceless black people uh, singing about how they slave away for, like almost to death for no money and stuff like it's just it's a fucking horrible song. Well, they're actually black, so it's OK. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they're not just uh, cartoonish bird depictions. I, I don't know. Every. It's it's all I mean yeah there's something to it but I mean a lot of it is just people like oh no that per that that was a black uh, colored uh, character and it was you know had like a stereotypical like Caribbean accent or mm-hmm. even with like the whole Jar Jar Binks thing I mean that's just George Lucas not being creative whatsoever he's right. probably watched like some fucking movie with like a guy with that accent he's like eh okay Gungan lives matter you know do they I don't know I, I heard not. all lives matter not in <laughs> 
Not in that battle, anyway. They they put him they put him for his fucking cannon fodder. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of any of the Star Wars movies. Uh, I mean, those ones aren't like especially heinous. I mean, that's. I mean, just change the like, Gungans to Ewoks, and that's like basically already the movie you had. Mm. Yeah, most of those because they're most like, of them are bad. Cute and furry. Most of the yeah. Star Wars movies are bad. Can you imagine how bad the Ewoks would be if they talked? Like, you know, spoken in an understandable language, like, you know, like Yoda or whatever. Right. How intolerable would they be? Yeah. I mean, they're they're already creepy with those dead eyes. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of dead eyes, um, let's go on to you the... You think uh, Chewbacca found some, uh, you know, uh, what are those things called? Ewoks? Mm-hmm. Ewok prostitutes, you know, after the big battle? For sure. You know, oh, does he, he have like those, a wife? Does he have like a wife and kids? Does he have a wedding ring? I've never noticed. He does actually. So because the I know this because of the horrible um, holiday special. He actually does have a wife and a child. His wife's name is Itchy, and his son's name is Lumpy. Wow. Yeah. Lumbaka, aka Lumpy. Yeah, see, that's really. I think the uh, the holiday special is really the norm for Star Wars. Everybody thought it was the exception at the time. That's just them returning to base level, right? <laughs> oh my god! But uh, the IMDb game. So I got, I got a good one for you here, Mike. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen this film. I'm going to start with profanity because if I recall it was a horror film. <laughs> if you recall what? No, nothing. <laughs> Um, so there's about 20 F words, a profane finger gesture, some anatomical references, lots of scatological references, lots of mild obscenities, and some insults. Ghost dead. Ooh, that is a good guess, but not quite. Uh, sex and nudity. A woman is in the shower. No nudity is seen. Not sure why it's under sex and nudity. Oh, is it Psycho? No. Uh, several instances of sexual innuendo, such as... Um, well, I'm not gonna... I don't think it's a fucking Psycho, huh? Probably not. Not 20 times. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Mr. Loomis, what's wrong? <laughs> I, I stubbed my fucking toe. I stabbed the fuck out of her. <laughs> um, more sex and nudity. A few kisses. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the birds. Oh, no. A woman wearing a towel. A yeah, woman so wearing so... a slip. Still, they don't say fucking the birds. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh, Tippy Hedren probably did offset. Uh, yes. Uh, several women in cleavage and midriff revealing tops. Vertigo. No. Um, let's see. Let's do some violence and gore. Um, do, 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 do. many people are stabbed and sliced. Sometimes we hear squishy or slashing noises. Sometimes we see the knife sticking out of the body. And most of the time we see blood on the victim's clothing or body. It should be noted that this is the least violent. Uh, why the fuck would you say that? This is the least violent of the series. Um, North by Northwest. No, it's, uh, is it one of the Friday the 13th movies? No. 
That would be funny though. I set it up uh, talking about all that. Yeah. Uh, during yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> during <laughs> during struggles, people are hit with various objects: lamps, chairs, shelves, etc. They're also punched, kicked, and thrown around. This often results in blood, and it is intense. Is this a documentary about uh, Bill O'Reilly's house? <laughs> Not quite, no. You know he wrote another book? Like You know he has like a series like Killing So-and-So? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen those? I've never read you any know, of the, them, but I've the, seen at them. The, at the grocery stores were the only place I seem to find them at. Yeah. Um... He has like a new. I can't remember. I think the new one is like killing Gandhi. I'm like, really? I don't think you should be stepping into that territory. Oh, wow. It's bad enough that you. I, I could be wrong, but it's something like like I don't think so, Bill. I mean, now you've gone too far. I think he's done a killing Jesus one. I think. Yes. It's like I saw like killing Patton, killing Jesus, killing. Uh, I don't know, killing his career, <laughs> killing Alufa. Um. All right. Uh, more comedic. Oh. Killing Crazy Horse. Oh, jeez. Oh, Bill O'Reilly. And why he deserved it. <laughs> oh, actually, I just realized the book's by Bill O'Reilly and someone else, so the other person's probably doing all the heavy lifting there. Yeah, that's like that's the James Patterson method. Yes, that's how he writes 50 books a year. Uh, more comedic and cheesier than the first two films, Meaning the violence explained here is a lot less graphic than it may sound. Some of the stabbings are off screen, unlike those in the first two films. As such, the death scenes are short and do not show. Oh, any- I, okay. Yeah, it's scream. It is scream three. Scream three. Yes. I, I I feel that in a lot of ways, my favorite scream two. How do you feel about that? I think that's fine. I picked Scream 3 because it's the consensus lowest ranked of the Scream films. Everyone seems to hate it. Um, I certainly hate, uh, what's her name's uh, haircut in that movie? Nev Campbell? No, the other one, uh, Courtney Cox. Her bangs oh. are awful. Wow, I thought the, I thought the murderer was uh, cruel. <laughs> Murderers, right? Now, I feel like I uh, I enjoy movies that like comment on the you know the situation they're in quite a bit. Like mm-hmm. for example, that you know, there's obviously the whole meta commentary on like sequels and you know all that stuff from Randy. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the movie I've mentioned this before, but I, I I really enjoy this movie, even though I know it's not great. Uh, Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows. Yeah, I but you know they, I saw that recently, and I. I applaud it for going uh, in a different direction, for sure. Yeah, it's really... And, and I like, too, that it builds on, like, the, the the mythology, which is kind of spread out between the first movie and, like, there's this video called Sticks and Stones or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that, that actually... If you watch that, then you watch Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, it's like, oh, shit, there's a lot of, like, Easter eggs in there. Yeah. It's... Like, they mentioned the, they mentioned the Rustin Parr guy in that Sticks and Stones thing, and they use the same actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a lot better than that fucking reboot that they came out with a few years ago. Oh, they did? Yeah, they came out with some reboot. I think it's just called The Blair Witch. And And it's all black people being killed by a witch now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all black women, actually. Um, No, it's, uh, it's like it's supposed to be. It's the brother of Heather, I guess. And it's the kind of movie... Because it's like basically the same thing happens, but it's much worse. And the whole time you just kind of imagine, what else could they have done with that money? Right. 
I mean, how much good could have been put out in the world of making this piece of shit? <laughs> but it's the kind of sequel you would you think you'd like Waterworld. get. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah, that movie costs so much. Like, at the, I mean, I think it was like $100 million or something, which at the time yeah, at was the just... Time. I don't know if, if it's still... Like, it's probably not the most expensive adjusted for inflation. I imagine Avatar is one of them. Mm, yeah, maybe... Since they spent like uh, six years doing fucking CGI for these movies. Right. <laughs> to movies that I don't want to see. And I hope no one sees. Yeah, it's weird. Like uh, I, I've never seen him, but wasn't it like that Sam Worthington guy? He was in that. And then he was in like the one of the shitty Terminator movies, mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, people were Maybe trying just doing Avatar two now. People were trying to make uh, Sam Worthington happen. I don't think he's going to happen. You think he and uh, Ben Chaplin are sitting at a bar somewhere, just kind of like you know drinking their uh, sorrows? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Like 1998, man, almost. Uh, they almost had it. They almost had it all. It was more like 2001 for Ben Chaplin. Like that guy that was in Battleship. Who was that? Was it Alexander Sarsgaard? No, I don't think so. Um, who the fuck was in that movie? I believe he is in that. I don't know if that's the guy you're talking about, but I'd say he's in uh, The Giver and he's going to be in the, uh, what do you call it, The Stand. Yeah. No, Alexander Skarsgård's doing okay. Um, For a sweet or whatever the <laughs> fuck he is. Right. Dane? He's I, a Dane. I think... The, I don't know. Are they Norwegian? I don't know. It's like that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where the guy's like, uh, I'm not Swedish, I'm Finnish. Wasn't that a Eric Stolhansky from the Broken Lizard Troop? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, our, our Swedes is uh, touchy if you call them uh, Finnish. I don't know. You should ask a Swede. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line. I can't, remember yeah, that the, that's just- I can't remember the star of that movie, and my internet's not working right now, so I can't tell you. But convenient. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's been going on with this phone lately, but no good for, with the uh, with the internet. Mine's kind of falling apart too. It's the whole Project Aurora thing. That's right. Seven G now. Yeah, yeah. Good job, uh, George Soros. Mm-hmm. Where's our checks? We said stuff that was probably hated by conservatives. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Um. A fucking oh, Taylor Kitsch. Yes, there you go. Taylor Kitsch, that's who I was thinking of. Taylor Kitsch, he almost had it. Almost was a star. He's another one. Huh. I don't know what else that guy's in. I've never heard of him. Well, I've heard the name. I don't know what he's in. We should do a, an episode of uh, people that were almost famous. We could call it people who were almost famous. Yeah, we could call it um, Billy Crudup. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, you know, you mean, you mean the Thomas Jane show? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thomas Jane, he's a perfect one. Oh my god! Corey D. McKellar. Who was the guy that was in the Profiler? Oh, that guy was in. Um, he was on Nip Tuck too, I think. Yeah, that's right. So he actually kind of did. I mean, I'm sure he's loaded from Nip Tuck, and also I think he played Doctor Doom in the uh, the Fantastic Four movie with Jessica Alba. 
Oh, I think we're thinking of somebody. I think we're thinking of two different people because that guy's Ju- what's his name, Julian something. Yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about. Which guy are you talking about? I think the guy in the profiler was that the same guy. He was on the profiler. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I didn't. Re- I guess I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Don't. Don't fucking question me about the profiler, bro. All right. Except for like uh, you know when it went to that other profile, I lost interest in. Yeah, it is. Wow, what? he was the profiler, Mc... Jul- Julian McMahon. You, no, he wasn't. Ali Walker was a profiler. How dare you? Oh, what am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of the Pretender. <laughs> I just, I just figured that. I just knew that the second he said, "Oh," I'm like, "Oh, the Pretender." Okay. Robert Davy was in the profile. <laughs> yeah, he was like the special agent in charge. Oh my god! Yeah, I was. You thinking... know who else? You know... I was like, thinking of the guy that played the pretender. Yeah, what's that guy was in a? I caught a movie. I think it was him and uh, what's the bad bad Belushi? Jim Belushi? Yeah, I think Jim Belushi was like an assassin teaching him like how to be an assassin. Okay. Oh, you know what? It's not. This is another guy from the list. <laughs> Remember the guy from Early Edition? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's who it was. <laughs> oh my god, Early Edition. Fuck. Is it, I feel that I've seen the pretender in more stuff though. Is anybody in? Uh, is anyone in our audience old enough to remember the 1996 show Early Edition? Kyle Chandler wasn't he? There you he, go. he was on um, Friday Night Lights, I think. Um, you might be right. Actually, I, I've seen like clips or previews from that. And I think I did. See, was that was he in the movie or the show or both? I think he was on the TV show. The movie was Billy Bob Thornton. Oh yeah, it'd be way better to be in the TV show. Residuals, right? Um. Oh, how many fucking shows can you have about a football team in Texas? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, episode wise, what, what what all are you gonna, are you going to discuss? Like, there's the episode where you, you find out they're racist, and mm-hmm. they you know make amends. There's the episode uh, there's the where episode the big game's coming up. <laughs> yep. There's the episode where uh, someone gets a concussion. Yep. Uh, uh, there's the episode where the star uh, quarterback uh, sprains his wrist uh, a mm-hmm. couple of nights before the big game, but it, by the end, he's he's. In ship shape. The episode with the date rape allegation. Yep. The episode where we find out uh, the new linebacker is using steroids. Yep. No, that's a classic. Um, the epi- oh, the episode where one of the one of the uh, players can't read. <laughs> right. And then, of course, that's the same episode where we find out that he's uh, paying uh, one of the nerds to do his homework for him. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. We should have shot these down. They're doing a reboot. We should have written on Friday Night Lights with the hell. You know, I, I have no interest in doing this, but I wonder how many of those we just mentioned are actual plot lines from the show. I know, I know. I kind of, I, isn't there like a lot of episodes? Yeah, I think so. I don't I never watched it at all. I never watched one episode. Yeah, I I uh no, I I saw the movie but I didn't. What's the movie with James Vanderbeek? Is that oh, what that is? Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Yeah, I saw that one. I don't want your life. Oh, <laughs> uh, that you know, I kind of like that movie though. <laughs> Which uh, Varsity Blues? Yeah, even though it's not, you know, it's not what you would call classically good. I, I, I don't know. I have a soft spot in my heart for it. Here's a question, and uh, think about this for a second. Tell me when you're ready. We'll both answer on the count of three. Mm-hmm. What's the best football movie ever made? Oh, okay. It's the real best football movie ever made. Yeah. All right. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got it. Count to three. All right. One, two, 
Three. The, the program. program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> no, it definitely is a program. Yeah. It's it's so good. Either that or necessary roughness. The program I should have said necessary. That would have been funnier. <laughs> um the the program was the first one that came into my mind and I I quickly cycled through all the other football movies I could think of to compare it and I'm like, nah, it doesn't hold up, doesn't hold up, doesn't hold up. Nothing can compare to that movie. Yeah, I mean it's really really good as far as those kind of I haven't seen the Friday night uh blues or whatever. Varsity Blues? Yes. Friday Night. No, I saw I saw Varsity Blues. I didn't see Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights with Billy Bob Thornton. There's a... there's Is that what it's called? Friday? Big yeah. City Lights? Big City, Bright Lights, Big City, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. That's what it's called. There's a... there's a So Billy Bob Thornton's like a new coach. And there's a... Like, he's he's got this running back, right? And... um. Like he keeps the running back, like he's like basically is carrying the team because uh, he's running them like over and over and over again, right? But he doesn't get any touchdowns because he's black, and I guess they're all racist. Um, the quarterback, the white quarterback's the one that gets like like three yard touchdown passes, and so he's getting all the stats. And at one point, Billy Bob Thornton's at this party, and this woman so, so like is saying like she's one of the big boosters of the high school and she's like you know oh you should be running the ball more and everything he's like ah i worry about you know wear and tear and everything and she goes <laughs> she says the word i'm not going to say the word but she goes oh you know you're not going to break that big n word <laughs> oh lord and it's like you like billy bob thornton doesn't really react to it you know you can tell like i guess from later stuff in the movie you can tell like he's not really racist but he's also like he's passively racist i guess because he's not really saying anything to them he's just kind of like i don't really have the same attitude that you guys do but he doesn't like stand up against it at all right it's a really it's a really weird movie but i guess for people that uh you know live in texas and they know what texas football is like it's supposed to be super accurate or whatever i don't know no offense uh rj and rachel yeah (laughs) I don't think they're big uh, high school football fans. Well, RJ's really into sports, and if he's down there, maybe he is. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're from Texas, though. Are they? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think he was born in Las Vegas. For some reason. Huh. For some reason, he was born in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, it, it's where his mom was at the time. Um, I guess that's the reason. But uh, no, I mean, I, 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 for some reason, I'm thinking Las Vegas, but I don't know if he just lived there or if he was born there. Like, if he lived there at one point or he was born there, I don't remember. Mike, you know, we've been having a lot of fun on the show today, but we would be remiss if we didn't mention that our show is sponsored today by MyBookie. That's correct, Mark. MyBookie.com slash org. <laughs> I believe it's just MyBookie.com, but it is... The is winning se- too, or is it just like a, a website? I believe I don't know if I don't know if they have an app. My bookie, do you have an app? We don't. I they probably do because it's twenty twenty, but I don't know. Well, all I know is that the winning season is returning at my bookie, and do you know what the winning season means, Mike? It means doubling your first deposit. Nice, uh, a lady for the first time. You double your first deposit. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you just eventually just dribble. No, I'm just kidding. I don't uh, know. 
Uh, but winning season means Survivor, Super Contest, and Squares. You ever do the Squares, Mike? Yeah, I like those, but it's kind of difficult to get it together. Like, uh, for example, my current workplace, there's like less than 10 people there. So, I mean, I don't think, uh, unfortunately, not everybody's a gambling addict. Uh, so I can't get like everybody to do 10 squares, you know? Yeah, see, that's why you need to go to my bookie for to find all the gambling addicts and to be able to get a uh, squares contest going. And, you know, we're celebrating the NFL season now. I do believe there, from what I've heard, that there will be an NFL season. I don't know exactly how they're going to it work it up. It's the case so far. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, the teams are kind of isolating, not like NBA-type level yet. Right. You know, I, I haven't even really watched the NBA finals or playoffs. Are you following it at all? No, I'm not. But but I'll tell you what, I'm going to go to my bookie and uh, and make a deposit, and they will do a dollar-for-dollar dollar match all the way up to $1,000. Then I'm going to bet on some of those NBA final games. Oh, that's pretty sweet because um, I guess the Tigers' odds to win the uh, World Series is like 1 in 300 or something crazy like that. Oh, nice. Jump on that. But to win the but to win the division, it's one in 100. So, I mean, like, in this shortened season, I mean, you know how baseball teams go on swings. I mean, mm-hmm. I think even, like, our, our team that, like, had the most losses ever had, like, a, a nice streak there for a while. And since, you know, it's almost a third of the games, you know, maybe a little more than that. Well, there's no maybe about it. I can divide by thirds. <laughs> um, but, I mean, still, it's just, like, it's crazy because, like, we're suddenly, like, back in it now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if, I mean. I wouldn't want to go all the way to the casino and like, you know, to put down like $10 against those odds because it's such a waste, you know, and the odds are so low, but I mean, for the comfort of your own home and they double the bet, that's a hundred percent worth it. That's completely solves my problem. Absolutely. And I, I'm never going to lose. I'm never going to miss that hundred dollars that I put on my bookie doc or that $10 that I put on my bookie.com betting on the, the tigers. But when it, you know, multiplies into $300,000, then, or however that math works, $3,000, then I'll, uh, no, ten dollars would only be like uh, three million dollars. Only thirty thousand. What the fuck? No. <laughs> well, if you do that, if you go up to, if you go, if you sign up at mybookie.com and make your first deposit and let them match it dollar for dollar, you can also get a free entry into their famed MyBookie Super Contest. To play in the contest, all you have to do is pick five NFL games against the spread and have a chance at winning a $100,000 guarantee. That's uh, that's not that hard. Five five games against the spread. It's been done many times. Yeah. Uh, the best part... Broken legs. But, uh, my bookie does not send uh, people to break their legs. That's that's another great part about it. My bookie does not employ thugs to break your. If you're that guy from uh, uh, what is it, Hidden Gems, they're not going to send uh, some dude to sit in a hot uh, like vestibule and then shoot you in the head. Spoiler alerts for inside or for uh, what's it called, Hidden Gems. Something like that. One of those ironic nicknames. But the best part is my bookie has thousands of bets to choose from uh from the full slate of the NFL we, as we talked about the the NBA playoffs from live betting to championship futures which we talked about with the the Detroit Tigers every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie it's simple make your picks win big and collect your cash now we have a promo code mike our promo code is late fees that's L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S. If you enter that promo code late fees at mybookie.com, 
they will double your first deposit. It's an absolute no-brainer. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. You know, uh, I, I once knew a guy who bet on Mr. T in Rocky II. <laughs> And he's he, no longer with us, but I mean, my bookie, they probably have that on there. Yeah, absolutely. And the Washington Generals, and he fe- he, bet, he bet on the fight in Rocky, t- uh, too, and bet against Rocky. <laughs> thought he was due. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's mybookie.com. Oh, to be fair, uh, Rocky did lose in Rocky 1, didn't he? Oh, no, he no, beat he, uh, Carl Weathers. No, he did. He lost. Oh, did he? Yeah, he loses, but he gets the girl. That's the, the whole thing in Rocky 1. Yeah, I don't really remember. I don't really like the Rocky movies that much. Yeah, but uh, that is our little promo on with the show. Oh, anyway, um, on to uh, the main topic that we're going to talk about, I guess. Uh, Mike, you kind of came up with this this idea, so uh, lay it all out for everybody. Is it the one where we're doing the uh, the questions from uh, that article you read in the voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that. Um, you know, give me a second, I'll pull it up. But however, I do want to point out that I read this fucking stupid, I almost uh, pulled a Norm McDonald there, article on uh, Screen Rant. Mm-hmm. I think it was Screen Rant. If not, I'll blame them because they've done worse. Yeah. Screen like, they're, the talk- they're, they're talking about, maybe it's not Screen Rant, I don't know. But they're talking about how... Um, Could be Collider. Boys, they're bad. <laughs> uh, they're, most of them are bad. Yeah. I mean, like, BuzzFeed gets, like, you know, the the worst rep because of their whole, like, you know, super, like, you know, obvious uh, attention-grabbing headlines. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're they're mostly bad. Um, But whatever it was, uh, they, they said that, like, you know, they were talking about, like, how Homelander, they said they might already have two sons, and they were speculating that, uh, oh, shit, what's her name, Jennifer Esposito's character? Stillwell. Was that Jennifer Esposito? No, it wasn't. Who the fuck played her? Who played Stillwell? Do you remember? Jennifer Esposito. I'm trying to think who that is. She played uh, the the agent who got her head blown up. Oh, okay. Who's Stillwell? Oh, you're talking about the blonde one? Elizabeth Shue? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So Elizabeth Oh, Shue, that might be his kid, too, that baby. That's what they were speculating. And, and this, this might have been the stupidest thing I've ever read. Because they were saying, like, uh, you know, Homelander probably wasn't, wasn't fast enough to take him and, like, drag him, you know, and why would he even do it in the first place? And then they're like going like the G forces, you know, uh, where you know that you know would have been so hard from that it would just smash the baby flat. I just assume that baby's dead. No, they showed him alive in a field. Oh, did they? Yeah, but and this is the this is the best part. So they he was found seventeen miles away, you know, unscathed. Mm-hmm. And then so one of the theories on the same article, like maybe a paragraph or two after they started, was maybe the explosion made him go that far. What? Yes. They think it could be just he exploded and flew 17 miles away. And landed into a field just safely. Yes. And he's on, well, I mean, yeah, if, if he's, you know, superpowered, sure. But, I mean, the, the idea that you could blow anything, like, 17 miles away that without, like, a nuclear explosion. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Wow. And, oh, man. Uh, it's not the smartest thing I've ever read in my whole life. No, I, I've never. Yeah, I've never. I forgot that that. So that baby was in the field with, um, with uh, Billy Butcher. I, I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, I have no idea. Or maybe what Butcher just was outside. I don't. Rem- I don't remember. It's been a while, but yeah, it's, it's it was ridiculous. I just kind of assumed that baby died. 
Because he was short alive. Because like I don't. I mean, why would why would Homelander even care? Who's got that baby now? Is that one of uh, your? I don't know. Is that one of your lingering questions? No. No. Oh, okay. But I just read the most weirdest thing. Um, okay, this article is from Vulture, the one we're going to be talking about. It's like the eleven big questions mm-hmm. that you know should be answered, or you know we still you know don't know what's going on here. Sure. However, on the right, it says most viewed stories. And this number four is whose bed is Miley Cyrus working on a Metallica covers album from? What the fuck? What? <laughs> She's... She just fucking found out about Metallica. M- my, wait, so Miley to be good. My, Miley Cyrus is working on a cover album of Metallica songs, and yes. she's doing it from someone's bed. I guess. All right. Here, let me see if I can find the answer. <laughs> Who was asking for that? I don't know. Oh my god. I mean, I think she has a. She's a good singer. I. I I must concede that, you know, I, I really don't like her. She just mm-hmm. seems very obnoxious to me. Well, her music's not really but, um, the type of music I listen to. Right. Let's see. What the fuck? Why? Is it James oh, Hatfields? It doesn't know. Oh, okay. How how many how many paragraphs in does, does it say that? It it's like it's right away. I mean, they don't really understand paragraphs in this. Oh well, that's good at least. Like it's just it's literally like no indentations of any kind. Oh okay, great. Ugh, disgusting. All right, so the first question, Mark, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Hopefully, you won't. Uh, you know. Uh, slink your way away from this like you were up to my interrogations from my own uh, IMDb game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you want to do that? I'm, I'm ready. Nah. nah, I'm good. All right. Was it Friday the, the 13th Part 4? No, it was uh, The Chase with Charlie Sheen. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. What is Victoria Newman's game? Mm. So Victoria Stratego. Newman, she's the... Uh, the, I don't know, Congress Congresswoman? She's probably like a representative. I doubt she's a senator. She seems kind of young for that. Yeah, she's a representative. Um, she's AOC. She'll, next next season, she'll be playing Among Us on uh, Twitch with a bunch of people. Probably. Probably. Um, uh, I feel that you buried my sexist comment, but that's probably for the better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, uh, you know, she's now in charge of this uh, anti-superhero, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. committee um, and of course, since she's a representative, she probably can never fucking do anything but fundraise. So, what's the point right. of being part of any committee? Exactly. I feel that uh, everyone should just check the the one dollar thing on their taxes and then mm-hmm. get rid of uh, any kind of you know contributions. Yep. You know because that's how it should be. Anyways, the the computers will solve everything eventually. Hopefully. So yeah, she's you know she she kills this guy from the head of the collective. Uh, Marco, what are your thoughts on this? And then I'll tell you what the correct thoughts are after you're done. So that's that's my biggest question too. Going into this next season, is what the hell is she up to, um, and why is she doing the things that she's doing? My guess is that so I think that she got her powers from the same place that. Um, the other superhero, like, you know, the, that we saw earlier, the, that little like 
fucking uh, home or whatever, that she got her superpowers from from that. So in some way, she's working with Giancarlo Esposito and um, and Vought. Like she's she's his like personal assassin, basically. Like um, that's my guess is that she's you know she's working for for them silently like uh he, she's homelander insurance basically yeah I, I think uh i think you're correct that's my thought at least um because i mean the only people she's killed have always been you know convenient for vaught mm-hmm. i mean the the guy at the church of the collective i mean he kind of helped them serve their own purpose they did need another soup back uh so you know i mean they already knew a train you know and they obviously need a speedster at this point mm-hmm yeah, and per, you know, instead of just kicking Shockwave out of the group for no reason or having even worse, you know, two fast guys, because we know they always have a fast guy in the group because we had Marathon Man mentioned uh, yep. a few episodes ago. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then obviously once a collective, you know, showed that they can, you know, have all these like, you know, deep files on all the superheroes that, you know, Vaught didn't have control over that. So, you know, once he's out of there, you know, he has no purpose. I mean, I, if I feel that she's working for Vaught. Yeah, I agree. All right, now the next question is, what will motivate Billy Butcher now? Now that uh, he's kind of made some sense of peace with, you know, obviously his wife's dead. Uh, Homelander didn't kill him when he could have, which is, you know, a really big issue there. Um, It seems like they came to some kind of, like, you know, truce. Mm -hmm. Um, They wanted to shake hands, you know, be blood brothers. Homelander had another idea, fluid-wise. But, yeah, so, I I mean, obviously, since there's a season three, Billy Butcher's you know, he has, you know, he's going to be there. He's not just going to be, you know, drinking, you know, uh, cocktails on the beach. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, he's, he's, I'm sure he's cutting himself out of Ryan's life entirely. Right. That would be my guess. Um, I think that character is the Billy Butcher's character is the one that they could do the most with if they want to. I think it'll, some it'll depend somewhat on how much Carl Urban wants to be around. Cause I know he's, he's busy. He's got, like you know other projects going on all the time and and stuff like that they're they're talking about doing a um a uh, mega city one um tv show based on judge dread the the comics stuff and he said that he'd be willing to do that um you know if if uh dread's part was you know um you know like like important to the story and like you know it was something that he thought you know, would be worth it, uh, to do it, to do and everything. So I think they can, I think the way they've set it up is they can kind of go both ways. If they need to only have Carl Urban in there a little bit, then he can kind of take more of a backseat, I guess, to Huey. Um, cause Huey's got more motivation now. Um, you know, he seems to be the one that's like very, you know, motivated. Um, they, uh, and if they want to, keep him around more if they want him to make him more involved in the story then there's a few different ways they can go they can put Huey in peril uh they can um and that can be part of his motivation um he, he can you know have an arc, like an arc where he develops uh you know um more of a familial relationship with uh with Huey and with Starlight and you know, and those guys and everything, or he can try to become like a father figure, uh, to the kid. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they can do with him. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think he, he, he's, 
he's one of those ones where it might be like this might be not necessarily a lost season for him, but one where he's kind of floating around like trying to find a purpose. Like he had this purpose this entire time and now that's gone. And you know, he'll be kind of going through the motions, but like he might be the one making mistakes and stuff like that instead of Huey and, and, and stuff like that and like Mother's Milk and Huey and, and um uh you know Frenchie can start like calling him out like hey you're fucking around because he's like his head's not totally in the game because he's like adrift and doesn't know exactly what to do. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's really a lot of it depends on whether or not he takes Mallory's offer to be like part of his like, you know, hit squad, you mm-hmm. know, which he kind of was doing before. Which I don't really I guess I, I, I don't really understand hundred percent what's going on in the background now that yeah, I guess Mallory's kind of getting some money from uh from what's her name? Newman. Victoria Newman. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she's kind of back. Because I thought she was kind of like disgraced and retired and all that. Well, I know she was retired. I don't know if she was disgraced so much, but I know she was like basically retired. But I guess she's active again. Right. But yeah, I, you know, I, I think, like I said, I think his is the most up in the air. But there's a lot of stuff they could do with him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a very fun character to watch, but I mean, they've developed the other characters pretty well at this point. Like, my wife and actually I were actually talking about this earlier because I kind of want her to watch it because I think she'd like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, at the very beginning, like, I really, it just kind of felt like, you know, kind of sporadic. They really hadn't developed a lot of the characters. And then, like, by the end of the first season, and definitely for all the second season, I feel that they really did a good job, you know. Like, they feel like, you know, they're actual people who would, you know, react. You know, you kind of feel like, Mm-hmm. nervous sometimes when you see like starlight sneaking into the facility etc or you know huey when he went in with lamp later yeah yeah absolutely yeah the next question is uh what will motivate homelander now i mean he seems to be kind of like in a in a bit of a hard place for someone of his abilities mm-hmm. well it's you know it's funny because it's it always seems like homelander and uh billy butcher like paralleled each other in certain ways. And I think that's, I think that's happening now too, where he's like, and like he says, he's like, I can do whatever I want. So I guess we'll find out what he wants. I mean, we know that being popular and being a star and, and everyone loving him is his biggest motivation. Um, you know, I don't know where, that, that, this is a tough question because I don't know exactly where you take his character from from there. Um, I would assume that he's going to start to break down more and more mentally uh, because that, you know, like him going crazier and crazier seems like kind of the direction they're going. But I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what motivates him from this point on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's he's going to try and get like an edge again, obviously. I mean, how he's going to do that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean... Is he? I mean, I don't see why he can't just. I mean, unless Maeve. I mean, Maeve. You know, apparently does have like you know all sorts of uh, abilities we don't know about, mm-hmm. like the ability to teleport. Um, but I mean, assuming she's you know set it up in like a really you know like uh, intelligent way. I mean, she has that blackmail hanging over him forever. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I you know, can she withstand any kind of attack from Homelander? It seems like maybe. She didn't really have a problem standing up to him. And Homelander wasn't... Like, when she showed him the that, like, cell phone, Homelander's reaction wasn't, oh, I'll just laser-eye you in half. And the and the cell phone. And who gives a fuck? 
Yeah, he probably knows how competent she is. Right. So, um, yeah, who like, uh, who knows? And Maeve is one of the ones where I, I'll be watching her more closely next season. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to watch her? Am I right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, next question. Is Stormfront really dead? I don't think she is. Yeah, I've heard a lot of talk about that where, you know, people have said, because Homelander says she's in custody and everything like that, and they're like, maybe that's not as big of a lie as, you know, we think it is. Maybe she really is in custody somewhere. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't say she was dead. Yeah, I don't I don't either. That's that's a good point. And like I said, you know, she was ranting and raving and everything, and she looked fucked up. But we've seen her heal herself before. She doesn't age. Uh, part of her power set is some sort of constant regeneration factor like... Um, you know, like Wolverine or something like that. So if she wasn't completely destroyed, then I think it's very possible she's, maybe she's in the place where, uh, you know, Starlight was. Maybe that was foreshadowing for, you know, her being being in there. I mean, maybe, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, Noir is also, you know, supposedly healing up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I, I know it's a comic, and like that's a thing they do in comics. I just really... I'd like it if he was just like a was there for one season, you know. I'd rather she not be alive, but you know, I I think it's I think there's a better than fifty fifty chance she is alive. And some of the spoilers I've been reading says that uh, next season there's a character named Soldier Boy who's like you know almost like a mm-hmm. Captain America type, but but some people were speculating there might be like some flashback sequences with him and Stormfront because they were probably active around the same time. Yeah, it's Dean from Supernatural. I knew it was someone. I didn't know which guy it was, but yeah, I knew it was one of them. Because the guy that that um, you know was the showrunner of the show. He was the creator of the showrunner uh, for like the first you know seventy eight seasons of Supernatural. So, All right, like the first third of Supernatural. So, <laughs> so they have they have a connection there. Um, but yeah, he's he's going to be Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, nice. They apparently they there was speculation that maybe he was like someone that had taken the mantle of Soldier Boy because like you said it's like a Captain America analog where he was like World War Two but I guess they they confirmed Kripke and uh, I can't remember the guy but Dean from Supernatural I can't remember his real name but I guess they confirmed that this is the original Soldier Boy so also he is like Stormfront in the fact that he's got some sort of regenerating powers. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, uh, the only thing that aged about them was, like, their voice? So they had, like, this cranky old like, man and old woman voice? <laughs> that would be great. Uh, ne- next question is, so are the seven going to just be the five? And by the five, they list Homelander, Queen Maeve, Starlight, A-Trade, and Black Noir. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess they're correct. I mean, they did lose a couple members. They, they don't have Stormfront anymore. Yeah, they don't have Stormfront and who who is replacing Translucent and they still haven't replaced the Deep. Um I don't who, think who could replace the Deep. Right. I don't think so. I think that they're I think they'll add two more. Um Yeah, some some way or another. I mean, the revenue loss for uh, Vaught alone is unacceptable. Mhm. Yeah, I think I don't know who it'll be and I don't know if they'll even be a huge part of the show. Like one of them might even be like a joke thing. Maybe that maybe uh, the soldier boy dude might be one of them. But yeah, it could be. 
but yeah, I, I definitely think they're going to get two new people. And I think the deep will still be out, but he'll be trying to get back in. Speaking of the deep, what's the deep's next move? Now that his uh, beloved church, he was, he like left and then immediately the main guy was killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like is, will he be a suspect for that murder? First of all, right. I'm sure. Or will he, uh, will he, will he head up the church of the collective now? Oh man. Maybe he'll be the new leader. That would be, that would be fun. Um, I, I see a lot of Tom Cruise parodies if that happens. Oh, for sure. And that might be where they're going. Um, I don't know exactly what they're going to do. The deep, the deeps, the deeps basically comic relief. I mean, he does have, he, it's, he's comic relief with a very good character arc still. So they'll do. And then when they show him, they they show him use his abilities like the one time, like Mm -hmm. with the whales and stuff. That was like, he looked pretty badass there. Oh yeah. They'll do something with him. Like, cause, cause they do care about his character and they do care about his character arc. Uh, so the, They'll do something with them, but I don't know what. But whatever it is, I like. I don't even care, honestly. I, I will be all in for it. Yeah, I just enjoy the performance so much for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he is he he's very Tom Cruise like, but without being a parody of Tom Cruise and still being a unique to himself character. Like I can see sure. the parallel, you know, the parallels and everything that they're they're trying to make, but also uh, Chase, what's his Crawford? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he really, he's he's really good. He's really good. He's really charismatic. I mean, this is this is the first thing we saw this guy do was sexually assault the the main prote- like superhero protagonist of the show, and he is one of the most likable characters. That's how much they've. Right gone with this character and how much Chase Crawford's been able to See, give this character. Uh, I don't know if he's likable if he's likable so much as I just enjoy like watching his predicaments. Mm-hmm. I just I mean, I, he doesn't it's kind of like in this shield like the very first episode they do like the worst like one of the main one of the main characters does like the worst act he does in the entire series. Mm-hmm. And then after that it's like seems like it tapers off, which is interesting. It to me he's like <sighs> I don't even know exactly how to describe it. He seems. I mean, would you say you like the character? Kind of, yeah. I mean, at the, at first I didn't, but now he seems kind of like a well-meaning idiot. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, I I don't know. I I don't have a lot of sympathy or even. I mean, I, like I said, I just enjoy like seeing him squirm and mm-hmm. like say like ridiculous things and just like his dumbness is hilarious too. Yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, he's still, obviously, one of the last things he says in the season is that uh, the wife they saddled him with gives bad blowjobs, so so he's still pretty misogynistic, but um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, good blowjob, I mean, that is an important factor, (laughs) but no, I, I just, like, I, there's something about, his character is just, like, it's, it's different, I guess, from what everyone else is going through on the show, and it's just fun. Yeah, I find him. I hope Eagle the Archer comes back next season too. He was funny. Maybe he'll be in the seven. Maybe he'll be the the next one in the seven, and then. Oh, I don't, I don't think so because I think he said he uh, got in trouble because he actually shot somebody with an arrow. Oh God. <laughs> oh man. It's kind of funny because, like, obviously it doesn't happen in real life, but, like, in, like, a like a comic or, like, a TV show, it's, like, if someone uses a bow instead of a gun, it's, like, oh, that's not as bad. Right. Like, that, like, I, like that takes skill. I'm fine with that. 
Is there is there something in the Church of Scientology where like they they give everyone like a like a Fanta or something like that? Like where did that fresco I, I thing know, come from? I don't know where from? that came from, but I love the way they use it. Like in the episode where uh, the Church of the Collective guy Alistair offers one to um, oh shit, the, Edward, uh, what's his name? The vo- the vodka guy, Giancarlo. Yeah, Giancarlo yeah. Esposito. Yeah, I think his name's Edgar. Edgar, yeah. That's they, right. And he goes, "Oh no, thank you. Terrible stuff." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love the offhanded way he says that. Because uh, he knows it's like an a, insult. Uh, like a chart of like people, like you know, the people at Fresco, like you know their their happiness, like you know it, it definitely like peaks and then <laughs> drops off and they just shit all over it. <laughs> God, Fresco. Oh man, what's the next uh, question? Next question: uh, Are Kamiko and Frenchie officially a couple now? Mm, people are shipping them, right? That's uh, that's what the young people say. Yeah, and I guess like you know, at the end of the episode, they go dancing and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess I don't know what his relationship with that one chick is. Is that like is like on again, off again? Is it just like a fernie fucks on the side? I mean, what's going on there? I think yeah, I think it's I think it's a a, a Ashton Kutcher, um, Natalie Portman, no strings attached situation. Oh, I didn't receive that. I think I think that's what it is. Well, maybe, it. maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a Mila Kunis. Um, <laughs> what's the guy's Justin name? Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Uh, what's that one called? I don't know. I just saw it. Friends with benefits, I think. <laughs> or it's the other way around. I don't remember. But I, I think it's. Yeah, a, or what about the one with uh, Bradley Cooper and Renee Zellweger called "We Fucking." <laughs> That's the one that takes place in Mississippi. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I at a, at a family reunion. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that's what their situation is. It's a no strings attached kind of thing. Uh, I, I would say that they they are, um, and that'll probably be what happened. The, they'll probably be part of their arc. The next season is like how they develop. Will she get to talk ever? That, that's a question. Yeah, I saw somebody was complaining about that because she's like an Asian person and that's like uh, racist. What? I, I I didn't take it that way, but oh no, somebody wrote an article about that or some somebody who was in the movie Mulan, which oh. I don't even know. Is that's probably fucked up in some way? I mean, it's a Disney thing about China. It's got to be inaccurate in some way. Yeah, I'm sure that's racist somehow. I'm sure it's just you know really pro like uh, you know PRC. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that to the good people of the PRC. All right. We don't want listener there. We don't want getting fucking, you know, fucked with a coat hanger right now. We don't want want any problems from the PRC. Who's that with PRC? Mark and me. Right. That's right. Yeah. I don't really care that much. I mean, whatever it's, you know, relationships fine, but whatever. I'm, I'm here to watch people get blown up. Yep. Pretty much. I hate when they unnecessarily add like a, like it's like a male and a female can't be in like the same group without you know having some romantic entanglement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, like the the best relationship was um, was A Train and that girl that uh, ended up uh, face fucking that guy to death. <laughs> yeah, what a way to go though! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, yeah, because Starlight and Huey have to be a thing, and. Um, French I mean, one's enough. Is is Billy Butcher gonna fuck uh, Mallory? Is that gonna be the next thing? 
I find her attractive for an old lady. She is. Yeah, she's not bad. I to wipe the smirk off that face. <laughs> Episode 100, everybody. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Next question. There's a lot of these. Has Huey fully left the boys? I don't think so. I mean, obviously, mm. he'll, he's not, it's not going to be him fucking working as a campaign, you know, worker <laughs> for the next uh, season. Yeah, the whole the whole next season will be like the TV show Veep. Yeah, and, and then Butcher will just be like kind of like out there like, uh, huh, what am I going to do with my life? I haven't really thought about me. <laughs> He'll be feeding. There'll be a lot of scenes of him feeding the birds on a park bench. Saying the word cunt. Right. Get over here, you little cunt. Um, I mean, what do you feel? I mean, imagine he's, uh, you know, still oh, there. Yeah, he'll still be. He'll be. He'll still be friends with them. He, I don't think he'll be part of their task force necessarily, but he's going to be working closely with Starlight and Billy Butcher. And I think probably fairly early on, he's going to see something or hear something, and he's going to realize that you know Victoria Newman's bad, or Starlight's going to fi- figure something out, and then she's going to have to convince him, and then he'll be pulled back in. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, next question, I don't think it will. It says, how will Alistair's death impact Vought? I, I really don't think it will at all. Yeah, I, other than the fact that a threat's neutralized. <laughs> what if uh, San Edgar or uh, you know one of his cronies convinced the Deep to take over the church and then they can ju- just control that too? That would be, that, that'd probably be the most interesting development for both the Deep and the Alistair death. If, uh, if Edgar, I could see Edgar and the Deep having a meeting and Edgar being like, you know, I can't let you back in the, uh, the seven because of, you know, this and this and this. But, you know, you can have a much more important role in, you know, in, in this way. Right. And then it's not like he won't immediately flip flop back. Right. But yeah. Uh, next so, point. Go ahead. Next question is, have we seen the last of Ryan Butcher? I think so. Maybe he'll come back in the very last season or something, but I can't imagine we'll keep showing it, you know, him because why? It, de- it depends on how many seasons they do. Because I think if we see him again, it'll be aged up. Um, and yeah, it's, yeah. I'm telling you, five seasons is the perfect number of seasons for the show. Yeah. And it, it seems like he grows at a fairly normal rate of other human, like regular human beings. So... Unless there's some gigantic time jump or something like that, I don't really see it. I mean, maybe like you said at the very end, he is what helps ultimately bring down Homelander and Vought, um, like in you know, like uh, revenge for his mom or or whatever. But I think for the most part, we're we're done with him. I think. Yeah, which is good because one of the worst things the show can do is keep adding characters and keep them around. Mm-hmm. Which is why, I mean, as much as I shit on Dexter and it should be shit on, I mean, to a degree, they didn't do this. They just bring, like, an actor on for a season and then get rid of him. But they did kind of add all these, like, ancillary characters that I just don't care about. Yeah. I'd rather they I'd rather they bring back that baby that had the fucking laser eyes. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll show up again. They were, you know, that, those babies were in an incubator that could block those laser eyes. So I don't know if they have some kind of like technology that I, they might not be the same kind of laser eyes that Homelander is though. I don't know. Maybe it's a thing too, or like a certain material is like immune to it. Could be. Like, yeah. maybe it's got like Emerald in it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or Ruby, like dumb fucking Cyclops. Yeah, exactly. 
or the color yellow or wood like um fucking green lantern yeah i think that was lamplighter though yeah maybe i don't know because i don't think that's his power i don't know um but okay last question is will the show stay in a weekly format i imagine it will because i mm-hmm. think that did a lot better job of building the buzz for it yep i agree and I think I think that's fine. I think I think it's. And I think I enjoy it more that way. I, I do. It's much more convenient for us on this the, on the format of the show that we do. <laughs> but I mean, there's there are some shows that are nice to binge, and there are some shows that are nice to just watch. You know, one episode a week. And it it oh jeez, sorry. What happened? I just scrolled down and uh, I read that the amazing Randy. Has died at the age of ninety-two. Oh no, that's a real shame. He's a for those who don't know, he's a stage magician who you know, unlike many of Zara, would uh, you know pr- claim to have some kind of mystical ability, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would always, you know, he would show the tricks. Sometimes he's a mentor to Penn and Teller, yeah. uh, well-known skeptic. Um, just you know, he's contributed so much to you know rational thought that it's just it's. I mean, he's ninety-two. I know he had uh, cancer about a few years ago, but wow, it's, I mean, just, you know, good for him for having, you know, brought so much more enlightenment to the world than, you know, was here before he left. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, like you, uh, I mean, I, you probably know a lot more about him than I do, but, you know, obviously I know him as a, um, you know, through Penn and Teller basically as a, you know, one of their influences, um, and yeah, that's, that's terrible. He, um, you know, he, he is one of those, like, there are a lot of videos out there that you can watch of him, like basically, you know, debunking shit and like challenging people that are, you know, claim to be, um, you know, s- uh, psychics and, and, and stuff like that. Um, just absolute legend. Um, as far as, uh, you know, that stuff goes, um, I think maybe, he even did better work uh, for his skepticism uh, than for his magic, maybe. For sure. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, he's known more as a skeptic than a magician. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, you know, absolutely amazing, you know, contributions to society, especially in a world right now where, you know, people uh, don't think vaccines work or right. people, you know, don't, don't understand how, you know, germs are spread. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... Obviously, there's a lot more work to be done, but I mean, imagine where we'd be without people like him who are, you know, willing to put every, you know, their reputation, you know, their friendships on the line to say, you know what, maybe there's not anything mystical here. Maybe it's just science, and maybe if we do this, we'll do something a little better, and we'll be in a little better place. Yep, absolutely. Well, yeah, that's a big loss. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, what a what what a great. Uh... <laughs> We can't end the show like that. Uh, we are out of questions, though, right? Uh, here, I, I have a question I came up with myself. Uh, okay. Obviously, uh, Carl Urban is already, like, you know, famous. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from him, who do you think, if any breakout stars, there will be from this show? Do you think any, like, I mean, do you think Hugh, the guy who plays Hugh, uh, what's his name? Um, Jack Quaid. Shit. Yeah, Jack Quaid. I mean, you think he's going to start being, like, you know... Uh, comedies or dramas that sort of thing i mean well i don't know i mean i don't know if i find anybody to be especially great they're all great at the show but i mean it's hard it's hard to say what do you think you're a pop culture fanatic well jack so jack quaid is the son of dennis quaid and meg ryan so that gives him a 
a leg up on, uh, you know, on, on most people. I know he's in that Star Trek Lower Deck show. The I think it's an animated show about uh, basically the people that that work. Um, you know, th- there was an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation called Lower Decks. It's basically the same thing. It's a show about all the people that do like the grunt work on the ship or whatever. And he's supposed to be pretty good on that. Um, I, I think he's fine. Um, I don't know that I necessarily see him being a huge star, but I, he's probably got the the cynic. The cynic in me says he's got the best chance because he's the one with the most uh, family connections. Um, other than that, I'd re- I really think that uh, Chase Crawford should and could uh, be a breakout star. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how many people like him besides you and I. Um, or at least yeah, like his character, but uh, but he's he's the one that I would that I'd like to see. Other than that, everyone else is good, and I I'm sure they'll like a lot of them will will get solid work in the future. Um, but I don't see any of them really becoming like big time stars. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if like you know, and hey, here's the thing: is like, how do you become a big time star anymore? You gotta like uh, be named Chris and uh, be in a fucking Marvel movie, right? <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Yeah. I guess there's like something on Twitter talking about like the most hated Chris, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> in the Marvel movies, and it was like that Chris Pratt guy, yeah. and like his like wife was all like coming to his defense. Yeah, people don't like Chris Pratt because of. Um... Uh, I guess he's maybe he's more conservative. Someone saying something like he supports white supremacy and stuff. That's like I don't know about that. I think it's like he, he belongs like a church. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a big part of it. And it's like I don't know. I don't give a fuck about any of them, honestly. Like you know, the woke ones, the non woke. I don't give a fuck. Can you? I just can't wait till Chris Kattan becomes part of the uh, Marvel universe. Exactly. He's going to be in the Eternals. As uh, Mango. Um, no. Uh, yeah, it's like, so like, I don't know how you become a star, honestly. Um, other than, yeah, being like a Marvel movie or some shit like that. Uh, cause there aren't star vehicles anymore, really. Um, but yeah, I, so it's, it's tough. Cause like, like Carl Urban's really well known and he's been in a lot of those. Like he was in Thor Ragnarok. Um, but I don't know that I'd call him necessarily a star, but he's he's definitely you know he's he's more high profile than any of the rest of them. Yeah, he's like someone who's been around for a while and is finally kind of getting their due. Mm-hmm. I, and I like, like him a lot. Like, I like yeah, your version of Brian Cranston. Yeah. You have you seen have you seen Dread? I know you've seen Judge Dread because we've watched that together. No, I, I haven't seen it. Supposedly, it's really good. You know, it's uh, it's a more accurate depiction of the the Mega City One. You know, like the comics and stuff. So I don't know, but I've never read the comics either. So yeah, it just doesn't appeal to me. As far way. as far as I knew, that the the Sylvester Stallone, Armand Desante, uh, Rob Schneider, Judge Dredd was exactly like it was in the comics. Forget about Armand Desante. He should be on the next. Uh, you know, the who the fuck is this guy? Or <laughs> right. He almost, you know, I am the law. Oh man, what a what a great movie Judge Dredd was. <laughs> Not really. No, I remember I you know, and I had such 
less high standards back in like 96 or whenever it came out. And I think that's the exact year it came out. And even at that time, I was like, this, this movie sucks. I remember thinking it was awful that and, um, uh, uh, escape from LA. (laughs) Oh, that was really bad. With a fucking surfing scene. That That's looked, where I turned it off. That looked like a Saturday Night Live skit. It was terrible. Uh, but speaking of yeah, terrible, this has been our 100th episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, we've definitely enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for, for following us through uh, 100. And uh, here's to 100 more, Mike. Thank you. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Shout out to the Netherlands. Fuck you, Scandinavia. That's correct.